Hospitals and health organizations today face so many challenges, and many of those affect the bottom line. One presiding factor in all of this is how patients feel about their level of service, and that's why it's critical to talk about the patient experience. Greetings. My name is Jeff Miller. Um, I am the CEO of Professional Recovery Consultants and uh, have had the pleasure of working with Mr. John Cook for many years now, or Johnny as I like to call him, or J.D. Cook Jr. You're easy <laughs> to have a lot of nicknames for. I do, um, I do. So it's fun. Uh, anyway, I hope you had a, a great um, holiday season and, and happy new year. And, you know, I'm interested, and I'm sure our listeners are interested in uh, hearing your observations um, over 2018. Uh, you've, you've had another year of podcasts and with some great leaders um, in our industry and the healthcare industry. And um, I'm sure you've had a lot of fun, first of all, and I know you've, you've learned a lot. So hopefully uh, you could share some of that, those thoughts and observations today. Sure. Uh, you know, um, I did have a realization last week and I don't know what made me think about it but Jeff I've been in healthcare for 40 years now and um I, wow they yeah. things have really changed and I think back to when I started in healthcare if you had a problem with Medicaid you got on the phone, and I think the number was 919-851-8888, and you got Medic uh, EDS Federal Medicaid, and you asked for Marie Hawkins, and you shared your problem with Marie Hawkins, and in just a minute or so, it was fixed. Same thing with Medicare. You called Teresa Morris over at Blue Cross Blue Shield and shared your problem, and in just a few minutes was fixed. So things are not that easy these days, and a lot of changes have uh, have come about. But one thing I've really seen, and it's happening a lot more in patient experience and in interviewing people and just being observant, is um, hospitals are marketing with testimonies. Instead of a um, advertisement for their service, they are beginning to market with testimonies and um, testimonies of their employees of um, what they do and their patients and what the the good experience their patients have. And I kind of latched on to this watching. Um, um, I base out of Boone, North Carolina, and of course it's close to the Tri-Cities of East Tennessee, so we pick up all their stations over there. Ballad Health, which is now a combination of Bristol Regional and Johnson City Medical Center um, coming under one, and I tell you, they do a great job. They do such a good job, I had to call somebody and talk with them about why they did that and how they were doing it. So they're making an effort for people to actually talk about their experience, and that's making a difference. And um, it it's working. It's really, really working. 
What are some of those methods, and, and how are they utilizing those? If you, uh, An example was uh, a patient. They were talking to a patient, obviously, after they were being discharged, and I can't remember the exact scene if they were leaving the hospital or they had arrived at home, but they were talking about how their experience not talking of a getting better or healing experience, but the service and care and love they received as patients. Mm -hmm. And then on the other hand, they have employees who have been in roles for some for many years. Um, They were talking to social workers and just different people, nurses, and how their care of patients was the top thing and providing them with a great experience. Mm-hmm. And I encourage listeners here today, uh, go to YouTube and put in Ballad Health ads and sit there and watch them. They're outstanding. Mm-hmm. And uh, bring a tissue, too, because they're, they're, some, they're very powerful. And um, I think hospitals want you to know that they're offering good patient experience and they're using the airways to tell it. Another thing I've been seeing hospitals do, and all healthcare providers, not just hospitals, but they're really thinking about culture now. Mm. Because if their culture is not good, most likely their patient experience won't be good. And I found this to be very true in my career in visiting with other hospitals and actually talking with other healthcare leaders is when you go in a hospital, you can feel it. That sounds crazy, mm-hmm. but it's really not. You feel a good culture. And you, you almost see us, um, a team, just a strong team built upon their values and upon their culture. And then the culture automatically converts to good patient experience. It passes over to patient experience. Right, happy employees. Yeah, um, Uh, absolutely. And uh, we've taken, you know, we value the culture at PRC. Mm -hmm. And I have been a part of a committee for the past two years and others continuing to pick up the uh, the mantle there and carry that on. We have a good culture. Therefore, we tend to get along better together. And then you don't have these toxic relationships. Uh, and that toxic relationships in a hospital, it's, it's going to pass over. over yeah. yeah, it's going to pass over. Well, what have you seen that um, that doesn't work so well? One word. One word. Complacency. If you're complacent in a good culture, if you're complacent in patient experience, it will work out to the negative totally. Mm-hmm. You have to be on top of it. You cannot be complacent. You cannot say, okay, wow, we developed this process and... You know, you got to make sure it gets done, and you got to stay on it. And uh, I think that's 
patient in a patient experience, complacency will kill it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like corporate growth. I mean, if you're standing still, basically you're moving backwards. Yeah. So you've always got to look for areas of improvement yeah. and uh, yeah. have some intentionality to yeah. it. So um, what changes have you seen in health that in healthcare providers overall? Well, you know, I think every time we turn the news on, they're talking about a health care merger, mm-hmm. whether it's a group of doctors being bought up uh, or a two hospital systems merging together. And um, I even heard of a situation today, and I really wasn't privy to the information, but it was being discussed that a hospital was in not really doing that good and that some drastic measures would take place. Mm-hmm. And it could even mean the closing right. of a hospital. Which is happening all over the country. It is, everywhere. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's a different, it's really a different world. And you're seeing, um, another good change is you're seeing Hospitals concentrate on pricing transparency. And, um, you know, I've got a, um, I've got a good friend. And I guess you would say he's in healthcare, but he is in uh, what they call the undertaking business. He's in the funeral business, and his family owns a funeral home locally in my town. And he is always telling me uh, the people are shopping for the best price. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Uh, before Carol goes to the grocery store, she'll hit the sell, the sell things in the paper. Mm-hmm. And if they are offering a certain deal at Harris Teeter that they're not at Food Line, she's gonna go to Harris Teeter and get that deal, and then go back, mm-hmm. you know, to Food Line to get the other groceries. I hate to say this, but people are looking for a deal. They are shopping, mm-hmm. and then. If you had a bad patient experience, they tend not to go that way. Right. I uh, I lead training in patient experience, and one of the first things I've done, and one of the first ones that I actually um, did publicly was I got up and asked a question, Target or Walmart? Target, Walmart. I said, um, Walgreens or CVS? Walgreens, you know, and people have their loyalties, and um, but they're willing to shop to find something better, right? And um, so the pricing transparency thing is good. Uh, hospitals are using estimators, and even two years ago, we were talking. You know, hospitals need to really be able to price it up. And I remember back in the early days, and I, I know I, it, it sound, I sound like my dad talking, you know, back in their old days, but uh, I remember people used to uh, call the hospital and say, how much you get for a hysterectomy? <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what they, you know, up in the mountains, mm-hmm. that's what they how much you get for. Yeah. And you know how we did that <laughs> estimation? We went into medical records and looked up that procedure and got like five patients in one year, and then we just got an average, mm-hmm. and gave right. them. That was estimation. Right. 
and it worked. Right. But now it don't work. Right. So you got to life you, is a little simpler back then. Yes, you got to invest in uh, pricing transparency uh, software, and many companies are doing that. And I, I enjoy talking with people, and what's worked for them, and what hasn't worked for them. And uh, then you get you've got people, you've got transparency of your culture that people want you to know about their culture. Right. So. Obviously, heading into the new year here. So what do you think hospitals or providers should be focusing on um, regarding the improvement of the patient experience this year? I've got four, Jeff, and I think these are the four most important ones. Mm -hmm. One is offering options to the patient population. Mm -hmm. And we discussed that actually in an interview earlier today here in the studio with uh, one of my colleagues, Kendall, who uh, is a part of, of Horizon Health Fund, which is one of our um, company uh, divisions of our company that provides funding to hospitals where patients are able to actually uh, pay to finance their hospital bill, mm-hmm. sometimes at no interest or very low interest. Mm-hmm. That is a good option. Absolutely. You know, there, uh, you know, I'm biased, but it, yes, I do. Think. Well, of course, yeah. <laughs> but any, any, whether it's Horizon or any, yeah, any. Uh, the, the point is to offer some options. Yeah, right and uh, you know, I had uh, hospital. If you go into the hospital procedure. Um, Surgery, you're anxious to about two things. What's this surgery going to say? Mm-hmm. What kind of life alteration am I going to have to do? You know, it, am I going to have cancer? Right. I've got the symptoms off. You're anxious about that. But just as equally as anxious about that, you're anxious about the finances. Yes. And... um there's other programs. I, I know a lot of companies offer, um, you know, for outsourcing, helping patients find Medicaid. And um, that became a hit when I was still in the hospital, and it really worked and helped a lot, a lot of people. And hospitals have also offered some things internally that they do on their own, Uh in many cases, charity care. The second thing, Jeff, is education to the patient. You got to educate the patient. Everything you need to educate the patient on how uh, what's going to happen. Okay, I went the other day to. Uh, this is kind of showing my age, but I went down to the drugstore to get my shingles shot. <laughs> hopefully prevent me from getting shingles you know and i asked the pharmacist i said well i've had chicken pox why am i having to get this shot the doctor said i should get it but why and he said well the fact that you had chicken pox probably was a long time ago when you were a child and that immunity is not really uh that immunity is really not there anymore and you're more likely to get shingles and um He's, I said, okay. And then I had another question for him. I said, is this a live virus? Am I going to go home and um, 
get the possibly get the shingles. He said, no, it is not a live virus. And then he explained some other things. You need to come back in two months and get almost a booster for this shot. And um, he said, I want you to ask you a question before you get started. Do you want uh, Mario or a princess Band-Aid after you get the shot? And I said, uh, Mario. He said, I haven't got either one of them. But he actually probably saw my anxiety about getting a shot. And he told me exactly when he was going to stick the needle in. Mm-hmm. And it made things a lot easier. And at the same time, and this is totally different, but he educated me about why I needed it and um, why it was important to get it. And so we need to educate the hospital in healthcare providers, you know, clinically educate them and financially educate them. Mm-hmm. We need to engage with the patients more. We need to hear their concerns and we need to really engage with their family members. And that provides for exceptional care and uh, patient experience. And you do the surveys in hospitals. You know, you uh, you might go stay at a Hilton hotel, and sometimes about five days after you see, you'll get a survey. You know, I have easy to ignore. They're easy to but, ignore, but, but I you do get them. A, probably get a lot of uh, responses. Yeah, and they do that in hospitals. They have to do that. And they have to find a way for the people who have something good to say to do the survey, not the ones that just want to voice their complaints. Yeah. And what impressed me, I was uh, contacting Ballot Health and through their patient experience department, man, they were on that. They called me back. They didn't know what I wanted, Mm -hmm. you know. And uh, they were, that wasn't important. They called me back. And, um, and I've had people call back, sir, thank you for what you did for us by saying this and we're sharing it with our people and thank you and we're sorry this happened. So I think that's four things. Give them options, educate them, engage with them, and then act upon the things you need to act. Don't be complacent. Right. Well, as as we uh, obviously work with hospitals and health system, how can we help? How can PRC You know, we would gladly provide you with training for your employees, for your managers, in a way that um, we teach you about patient experience and we teach you about culture and that we actually help you navigate it and understand it much better. And it's nothing more fun for me is to go in to a hospital and teach. It's just... It's kind of like a dream come true. And yeah. we, we learn a lot from each other. Um, yeah. By just engaging with each other in a hospital, we learn that, hey, we're experiencing the same things, but some things very different. And you're really getting insight from all parts. So you bring all people together. And right. we would gladly do that. Right, right. Just reach out to me. Yes. <laughs> you know John's contact information. Okay, yes. So. Uh, well, well, that's it for this uh, this edition. Um, those are some thank you, John. Those are some great thoughts and observations, and thank you for thoughts on talking about it. Yes, yeah, yes. Thanks yeah. for having me.
Thanks for joining us today for the patient experience. Please help us out by sharing our show with a healthcare professional in your life or by leaving us a review on iTunes or your preferred podcast platform.